Welcome to Direct to Audio Movie Discussions Podcast. My name is Spencer. Storm is not here right now because it's not his time to be here because this is a Valentine's Day episode. And instead, and you heard her in the background, uh, instead of having him here, I have my wonderful woman, Teresa, on the podcast. Hello, Teresa. Hi. I'm excited to be here. I am excited to have you. Oh, uh, what was the term that you wanted me to use in the Harry Potter episode? You wanted me to call Uh. you... (laughs) um my your root and tootin partner (laughs) yes so but you can say that i am your root and tootin partner (laughs) perfect Uh, you had expressed interest on being on the podcast and i obviously was like i can't technically say no but i didn't want to say no that's the best part (laughs) is that we talk about a lot of random stuff uh and we get along really well obviously um (laughs) and um you also uh, enjoy the pod which is really nice Uh, also not because you have to hopefully no i'm a big fan i honestly uh there are a few episodes that i have not seen the film but i uh, actually just listened to three episodes in a row yesterday so i definitely am a a huge fan uh, well i'm happy that you support me in this <laughs> venture but i pitched to you an idea to have you come on for a valentine's day episode because i do want to yeah. mention to the listeners uh if you're listening to this any day afterward um, releases will now be on Mondays because after having last week episode be on Monday, it made a lot more sense for me. I get a little more time to edit overall. It just kind of mm. makes more sense for me to release it then. Uh, so this will be coming out on Valentine's day and also after your birthday. So happy birthday, my dear. Ah, if anybody is a parks and rec fan, uh, my birthday is Valentine's day. So it has been an honor to share that day with leslie's invention for the past few years oh storm might be joining in uh let me go grab him hold on <laughs> this happens every episode hold on i love it um well spencer's not here doors? um i'm also holding my cat you know, uh, he doors. is not as loud as stormy but we are holding hands and unfortunately we can't see but um yeah happy valentine's day to all of you that big episode have friends and family come, come on lay down all right and he's back. I can't hear you yet. I know. I was talking about Donner. <laughs> um, but what's uh, really cute is that you're also holding your cat. Uh, so we'll have a little yeah. uh, cat couple episode. Yeah, that actually um, was one of the reasons that I kind of like fell for Spencer in the beginning was that he said like, oh, I have two cats. I love cats. And that was just so that was the best feeling ever because some people understand that with cats, you love them or you hate them. And I understand, but it makes life a lot easier knowing that he loves my cats and my cats love him back. So Yeah, I notoriously um, met her cat who was a little more grumpy and mm-hmm. he loves me. He's coming up right now. Yes, because he knows I'm talking about him. Um, mm-hmm. But this will not be an episode uh, talking to you about <laughs> our relationship or talking to you about what makes couples great or talking to you about cats. This will be an episode obviously related to movies because it's a movie podcast. And we will be doing just a fun game today. We will be playing a game of Would You Rather? movie edition yes so i pitched you two games and this is the one i felt like kind of fit us a little bit more i did offer Mm -hmm. her to be a contestant on the imdb game and that might come up later i got nervous yeah i got really nervous see the only thing i can kind of qualm your fears about is that i have 
already exhausted a lot of my big actors so like my list mm-hmm. now is like on my reserves um so i'm kind so, of like i guess i like this actor and it's like yeah i have to figure out what john wayne's four movies would be well and you know when we were you know just friends uh we did play it yes um, over text so i did use some of my favorites so i already know my list for robin williams my go-to but um, yeah. i'm very excited because you've never played this on the podcast to my knowledge no we have not it is something that i've honestly thought about there's another podcast that i love the dead meat podcast they've played a horror movie version and what i think is really fun and i'm going to use the question that i submitted to them i submitted a would you rather to them and it got read as the first would you rather for the episode so it made me really happy no but that gave <laughs> me the idea and they're a couple and i thought that it'd be a great time start would be with you so i have a mm-hmm. list here you thought of some too uh, and we'll just run through them a little bit and we'll just chat and, uh, I guess go from there. But what I want to kind of talk about real quick is what are some, because the, the listeners have never met you before. Um, uh, yeah. I've talked about you, but what are some movies that you like? Uh, what do you normally like to watch actors wise? Um, and, uh, what's your earliest memory? Like a movie with like, is it in the theater? Is it watching with your uh, family? Just give us a little background on you. It's a good question. I'm also so, embarrassing um, you a little bit. That's the best part. I know. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know me, I am a big musical girl. Um, so one of my earliest memories is watching Cats on DVD when I was little. Um, it really is that. And then um, Peter Pan, I watched religiously when I was younger. So when you say you know, what are some of my first memories? Um, those really are two formative movies and The Lion King. Oh my goodness. So those are kind of, you know, the types of movies I watched growing up. Um, I would say right now, <laughs> my favorite movie probably is Ratatouille, which yes. all my Can friends you, uh, do you want to uh, say the sweet thing that I did? Oh my gosh, y'all. So First of all, I'll start from the beginning. So Spencer and I have worked together since about July. Um, we became really close in August when we finally, uh, you know, had some time together on campus and we realized we have so much in common and we kept bouncing off each other with jokes. And little did I know, uh, multiple coworkers in our office were rooting for us. Uh, <laughs> and he ended up then uh, soon after going to Disney And it was the first time we have a group chat with our friends Sloan and Morgan. And it was the first time that he had ever texted me separately outside of the group and told me that he was at Disney going into all of the stores looking for Red as who emerged for me. And here I am oblivious that this man has feelings. And I was like, oh, you know, I have a friend that works there. I'll ask her where to go. Couldn't find anything. He tried, which was so sweet. I did find out later that the Ratatouille merch is so popular that it's in a different area. Well, you wouldn't know it by shopping around because there's <laughs> literally nothing. Uh, but actually, I what's know. hilarious is that that is not what I was referring to. I know. I'm getting it. Okay. I'm just so checking. So then for Christmas, he custom made spoons with Ratatouille quotes and with Remy, you know, like actually etched into the wood the sweetest thing ever let me also just say that's still not what i'm referring to what are you referring to you and i together on one of our oh, first dates 
Ratatouille. Literally made Ratatouille. Yeah. That was what I was. Okay, listeners, this is what I deal with on a daily basis. I was referring to a pivotal moment in our relationship where I learned how to purchase all the ingredients and then we cooked together and made Ratatouille. And here she goes on a merchandise binge about how I did all this, which is nice. I mean, granted, that gives me brownie points. But all I was referring to is that we cooked Ratatouille. Um, which was also the best which is one of the reasons how i knew that he's the one but i I, there's just so many things that he's done pertaining to i don't i don't want to gas myself up too much here but i wanted to i knew that ratu is your favorite and uh but what i think is also funny is that i know two other of your favorite movies and i'm going to just briefly mention that you've mentioned these to us that you love the movie hugo for some random reason and then With, oh are you about to bring up what you already hated on a couple episodes ago no I, i'm not gonna bring up anything like this. you told us that you really like the movie sinister i do i love the movie sinister so funny enough um i am a horror fan but i am easily scared and i currently live alone so there's a lot of movies i can't watch because i am afraid of the dark <laughs> but i told spencer you know i love horror movies and my favorite is sinister which i guess he told me he informed me it's like the scariest movie it is statistically like the scariest movie ever made oh i just like i watch it for fun so yeah. that shows you how my brain works so yeah and it's a great brain so i'm, I'm a big fan of it Thank you. and um, hugo if you've never seen it has um Asa Butterfield. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. I, I should Asa? by now. From maybe Asa. Thank you. From uh, Sex Education, and Chloe Grace Moretz as um, young young actors, and Sasha Baron Cohen. So it's a great movie. I highly recommend it. And, and uh, the soundtrack is also absolutely beautiful. And directed by critically acclaimed child's film director <laughs> Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, hey, I don't need to toot his horn anymore. I mean, I, I, we just brought this up with the Robert Rodriguez uh, episode for Spy Kids that you were, you were excited for that episode. I loved it. Oh, my goodness. But, yes. you know, I will say you hated on one of my other top favorite movies, The Master of Disguise, yes. starring Dana Carvey, and <laughs> well, we, said that we can never talk about it. Hey, do you want to know the, something yeah. about me that I have not told you? I saw that movie in the theater with my grandma. I can't believe you don't like it. Well, the memory's great, but I've seen I I have unfortunately two eyes and a brain. <laughs> you know what? It's a classic movie. It's a good laugh. But yes, I did love that episode. Um you and Natalie were a blast to listen to and it was honestly so entertaining and a blessed, you know, blessed from the past. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but now uh Junie is married to Megan Trainer. So yes, that's I think very... we cut that from the episode because I had to cut so much. I don't think the listeners understand <laughs> that me and Natalie, when I was done recording, talked for two hours and forty five minutes. And I said oh I could gosh. not possibly justify releasing an episode that's literally longer than the film itself. But I had it meticulously knew. And I work really hard to make sure that the good stuff stays on the podcast. The only thing that got cut from last week's episode was when me and Natalie discussed how the Nielsen ratings work. So what a joy that got cut from the I don't even know what those are. Okay, so I'll discuss it here. Uh, Natalie agrees with me and this is how it works. So the Nielsen ratings, when you look up TV ratings in like on the TV guy when it says like, oh, what's the range for a show? Um, mm-hmm. You just watching that on your TV at home does not change the ratings. 
Nielsen ratings are measured by specific Nielsen families and Nielsen boxes that are given to select counties and groups of people. They fill out information and that dictates what ratings are. There you go. There's a fun little boring fact for you. Can I ask you a question about it? Sure. Does your last name have to be Nielsen to get the box? Yes, it's only Leslie Nielsen (laughs) and Ricky Nelson, the singer from the 50s and 60s, uh, and that's it. If you keep that in, that is the prime example of why we're together. We have the same stupid humor. Uh, I love it. We literally got yelled at by people because the first day, or one of the first days we met, we sat in this office that was literally for like people being like, this is where we discuss and make businesses. And I looked at her and said, I have a business idea. It's called laser coffee. You shoot the coffee directly in your eyes with lasers and you're energized. And she, instead of being like, wow, that's weird, riffed off that. And we talked about that for literally an entire day. Yep. We uh, created ideas with each other and it would be like to the point where we were both crying and yeah. people were staring at us yep. and the other people at our table, they must have known that we would end up together because there's no chance that. But what's so funny is that like, like that. yeah, it just, that just was not in the cards at that time, but it's great that now we're here. Woohoo. Yeah. Happy so, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Mwah. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> shades might have done that so I had to do that so we're going to play Would You Rather Movie Edition <laughs> we rambled for so long it's um, been like 45 minutes it's been 45 minutes <laughs> but anywho we'll get started right now I have a list here I have some that I've gotten offline what's really funny is that Liz, Natalie, and Max all chipped in to help give us some as well uh, you've thought of some. I've thought of some. Not all of them will be included on the episode, obviously, because we're going to really play this probably for as long as we feel like it. And there could be a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But right off the bat, I'm going to stick with one that is our sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, so how this game works is that there's two scenarios you ha- or multiple scenarios. And you have to pick one. That's the point of the would you rather. It's not like neither or both. It is you have to pick one. Would you rather every time you see an onion... You have to ask it in your best Shrek impression if it has layers. Or every time you see honey, you have to do it in your best Barry B. Benson impression. You like jazz? <laughs> um. <laughs> Y'all didn't expect that, did you? Coming out hot. This is going to be so funny. <laughs> oh, mine are so like PG compared to that. You know, I'm going to be quite honest with you. And wait, hold on, I have to say right now. When you yeah. say which one you'd rather do, you have to do the impression. You like jazz? There you go. Okay, so why'd you choose that one then? <laughs> you know, I had a friend in college that we actually used to speak to each other that way. So we would see each other and we'd just say, you like jazz? And now um, we talk more, you know, via social media, but we do send each other Snapchats occasionally. And literally the caption will just say, you like jazz? Um, but I will say I do love Shrek, one of my favorite movies, um, another movie I grew up on that is now oddly a musical. Um, but yes, I think I would do Barry Lee Benson. What about you? So I also would do You Like Jazz uh, because oh, – Well, I do Jerry Seinfeld impression. What's the deal with Would You Rather? Would You Rather do that? Okay, but um, because <laughs> – I feel like I don't see honey that often. I hmm. cook a lot, so I use onions. So going to the store, I don't want to be like – like asking all the onions at the store if they have layers when I go to buy onions, but I barely buy honey. So I point. feel like I'm playing the odds game there. I You can't – okay, real quick, hold on. 
if you can hear that in the background that is her cat near the microphone purring but i that's that is donner um named after uh richard donner the classic uh (laughs) film director and then harry obviously named after uh harry belafonte uh (laughs) who sang the classic song for beetlejuice um so as we know you both love them so um (laughs) y'all he's lying obviously i'm lying donner is named after uh the jeffrey um, jeffrey donner because she thought it was the wrong name (laughs) and then harry what's weird is that it's actually after harry carey not the baseball announcer a man who worked at a local denny's when she went to school Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's, his name was harry carey but it's just because he liked the ring of it um he had no affiliation with actual harry carey so all right, so that we, that was the first Would You Rather. Uh, we both chose the impression of uh, You Like Jazz When You See Honey. So my next Would You Rather here, this was submitted by Liz. Thank you, Liz. Would you rather help destroy the One Ring from Lord of the Rings or the Seven Horcruxes? I, that's a really difficult one because I even though there are Seven Horcruxes, I feel like destroying the ring is more difficult because where don't i have to find a volcano you do have to go to a volcano um now here's what i'm going to say though help is a loose term is it help if i'm like hey the volcano is that way i've helped (laughs) okay right you're right but i'm going to choose the destroying the one ring because at least i know what the one ring is because my one Great big point. gripe about the Horcrux is like, Dumbledore's like, well, there's seven of them. Good luck. Yeah, that's a really good point. That really, that that set in stone. I agree. Well, here's the one reason why I can't destroy the seven Horcruxes is because that would then put me in Deathly Hallows Part 1. And I want no part of that movie. <laughs> so in turn, I cannot possibly in good faith say that I want to destroy the seven Horcruxes. Oh my god, y'all. Watching those movies with him. Watching Deathly Hallows Part 1 with him was top five favorite moments that we've ever had together just because of the sheer disappointment. Okay, this is a good one. I actually thought about this for a really long time, and I don't know if I have an answer yet. It's um, it's pretty emotional for me. Would you rather be a star on Broadway or on in Hollywood? That's a good question. Now here's my, my question about Broadway. Do I okay. have to, I'm a I'm a star either way. I'm a okay. star either in film or I'm a star in Broadway. Yep. Okay. It's not like I'm like a background. So am I? I have to sing, which I can do. Uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood. I feel like that means I'm in big budget movies, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. Probably would take. I probably would take Hollywood. And the only reasoning behind that is this is a movie podcast. No, it's not. But <laughs> the reasoning behind it would be that I feel like I could always dip my toe back in Broadway and I don't have to be in front of a crowd. And sometimes that might be a little daunting. I feel like Broadway, it can be just a lot of, uh, I mean, to be fair, acting is also practicing and rehearsing a lot of stuff. But like, I feel like Broadway is a different animal that I, I was not really a theater kid. So for me, like I'd much rather be on the set. And then be able to kind of take days off and kind of fit stuff in between and do a shooting schedule rather than be like, your months are blocked off doing this Broadway play. You took the words right out of my mouth. 
Um, I, in the end, after thinking about it for a while, I chose Hollywood as well um, for a few reasons. Uh, one of the biggest being that Broadway, um, especially if you are a triple threat, is very, very physically exhausting. Um, and unfortunately, I am not the best dancer in the world, so I could never be a triple threat. So growing up, I was in theater for a long time until my sophomore year of college, and I still continue to sing now. But um, I chose Hollywood because of a similar reason. You know, I could be in different varieties and genres of shows, and I could even be like what they're doing now, you know, Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, even, you know, in Canto that you know, my, one of my favorite actresses, but the actress that also plays Rosa Diaz, um, she's in Encanto. So, you know, you can do a little bit more. Whereas on Broadway, you are usually, if you're a star, you are in one show at a time, but there are some stars that are celebrities that do more than one, but I agree with you. Hollywood. Hollywood it is. And that's because this is a movie podcast. No, it's not. Damn that's right. really, I like that question though. And I'm going to join in on that. Would you rather be the lead in a box office bomb or an extra in an award-winning film? So, if you are someone that's been involved in theater, you think of this all the time. I'll be honest. I This is like one of those shower questions that I've thought about since I was in fifth grade. So, I would rather be an extra in a, a very successful movie because which has changed a little bit as I've gotten older because there are those cult classics that are such horrible movies that are still well known um, because they're so bad but I would rather be known as you know an extra that was successful in an amazing movie versus what if the reason the movie is bad is because I'm the lead? You know, that's what I think of. So I would rather be the extra. What about you? Um, so we're lockstep again. I would definitely want to be the extra because <laughs> I feel like it's just also a morale thing. I feel like, yes, one, if you're the lead in a bomb, there are lots of reasons for it. And I would hate to have that. I'm also a little self-conscious in that regard. My anxiety kind of gets the best of me. So I would hate to be like, Oh man, it was something I did because I did something different. Um, exactly. Whereas the extra, um, I feel like you're you're a part of something magical, and that's really cool to be able to be like I'm a part of this project. And maybe it's a small part, but still, your voice and opinion mattered on that day. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think it's important. Yes, I definitely agree. And um, I have a very good question that just popped into my head because the Netflix uh, logo is going in front of me. And I'm going to phrase it the best way that I can. You are able to choose a grandmother for yourself. Would you rather cast Meryl Streep or Julie Andrews? Meryl Streep, she's a goddess. Julie Andrews for me, because, again, I grew up on the Sound of Music movie, even though it is so long. I believe it's over three hours long. But... Julie Andrews is what I have always pictured when I like am thinking of something and I need to think of an inner voice for myself. So 
Uh, mine is weirdly enough is Meryl Streep. No, I'm just kidding. Mine, my inner <laughs> voice is usually just Tim Allen going. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no, but I would pick Meryl Streep because I love Meryl Streep. Julie Andrews, though, great play. Actually, my real pick, my grandmother would be Angela Lansbury. Oh, I love Angela. I just watch the movie Mrs. Claus. Uh, Mrs. Santa Claus. Uh, yeah banger added to your list of songs you sang on the podcast i've actually ironically enough already sang that song on the podcast i think i yeah i was about to say i do remember you because i also sang that before welcome to the world of avenue way yes you did where you hear como esta bless my soul and oive yep banger that was great thank you but my next question you get offered a free week stay at a classic film location. Would you rather go for a week's stay at Amity Island, the island from Jaws, during the peak summer month, or would you rather stay at the Stanley Hotel, the wonderful location of The Shining? Wow. I think I would personally stay at the Stanley Hotel because, one... If I didn't know anything was happening, if I didn't know that there was any issue in the past, if it was just for like a weekend, I could deny it in my head. I'm good at denial. So, yeah, I think I would choose the hotel. I, well, I, this is a great question because sharks actually are more afraid of us than we are of them. Have you seen Jaws? That shark is not afraid of jack shit. That shark. I hate to break it to you, but that shark's not real. Did you I know hate... that? What? <laughs> what about the ghost and the woman in the shower at the Stanley Hotel? She's real. I mean, it's also <laughs> it's also technically, here's what I'm going to tell you, and this is what's great, is mm-hmm. that we are saying the Stanley Hotel, and people are probably mad at me, that is the actual name of the hotel that The Shining is ba- like based off of and filmed in. Mm-hmm. Um, it is actually in the film called The Overlook. You know, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to end up saying the island. I think I'd take it back because I really could hide in a hut, maybe, or in my room on the island. Yeah, that's my this choice. This is really difficult. No, it, no offense, my dear. It's not. I pick the <laughs> island and I just don't go swimming. I just don't go swimming for a week. That's a concept. I haven't gone swimming in months. I, I can just say. hang out on the boardwalk. On the boardwalk. Because now you're scaring me since it's a real hotel that's actually haunted. Um, you're frightening me. So I think I'm going to say the island. If you look up the Stanley Hotel, it's really cool. You can actually go there. It's in, I believe, Colorado. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. But yes, it is a little terrifying. Uh, don't go to room 237. My personal favorite uh, haunted hotel movie for any of my fans on here is 1408 yep, with John Cusack. Such a good movie. I did see it in theaters and slept with my mom for mm, about four months afterwards, but it was amazing. Real horror fans know the best hotel-themed horror film is Hotel Transylvania, motherfuckers. <gasps> That's really true. I'm I... sorry, I was being facetious. But who's to say that Hotel Transylvania doesn't freak you out? David Spade? Honestly, is Rob Steve Schneider in Carell? it? <laughs> If Rob Schneider, you really have beef with him. Um, oh God, we have we have the usual suspects: Adam Sandler, Kevin James, David Spade, Steve Buscemi, 
Fran Drescher. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Parnell. John Lovitz. We're Same cooking and booking. You know what? Hey, let me just say. We're in the clear. All right. I, I uh, yeah, I, I fully love that film. <laughs> it's actually one of those things. It's like a joke. I don't mind him. I think he's average at best. <laughs> okay. But we've, we both chose Amity Island. I'm sorry that I scared you a little bit with the, uh, the Stanley Hotel. Yeah. I just um, will hope that we don't stay in haunted hotels because you would be the type of person to sign up for a hotel and not tell me and then be like by the way it's haunted can i uh no i would not because i don't like those kind of stories so not my cup of tea so this is interesting i will say i don't think that there is a winning answer i think both of them are very cool so would you rather be part of a werewolf pack or a vampire coven so I'm assuming you are referencing one of our bonding shows and movies that we talk about, What We Do in the Shadows. Correct. So I, this one's quite easy for me. I'm picking the werewolf pack because they're very supportive mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, although I already try to avoid the sunlight, I have the opportunity to go out at all times of the day. They wear fun tearaway clothes, which is cool. <laughs> um, and although I do have to, you know, avoid um, seeing because with werewolves, is it just like when the full moon's out, I know it's there and I turn or is it like I have to see it? No, I mean, it's it's every time there's a full moon. So no matter what I turn. Correct. OK, so to my just, knowledge, unless... I would just need to create a room that kind of locks me up. Yes. But I would have okay. friends who would help me because I'm in a pack. That's true, but you all turn on the full moon, so I guess you'd have to have like a safe room for all of y'all. Yeah, which is fine. The vampires, though, I have to eat, kill people and eat them, mm-hmm. and I can only go to vampire-approved nightclubs. <laughs> and, you know, the issue with the vampire coven is, honestly, they're not very supportive of each other. No, they're very horrible with each other. They're mean, because they've been friends for so long that they're just sick of each other. So are you on Werewolf Pack too? I have to say yes. We can Werewolf so we've, Pack together. We've disagreed on one question so far. That's fine. I feel like we are going to disagree on this one. Because this is the question that I asked Chelsea and James on the Demi Podcast. You move into a new home. But oops, it's from a spooky movie. Would you rather move into a home haunted by Casper and his three uncles? A home near the pet cemetery, and you will be drawn to use it at least once. With cool Maryland based guy across the street going, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a cemetery out there. You get him. <laughs> you get a place with a real shady neighbor, kind of like Rear Window or Disturbia, where you think they're doing some crazy stuff and you're going to investigate them. Or. Last but not least, you get a cute little quaint home in Derry, Maine, and it is the 27th anniversary of a specific thing, aka that's from it. So, first of all, may I just say that the Casper movie with Christina Ricci was one of my favorite movies growing up. I know, that's why I put it on there. And I love that movie. It's, it makes me very emotional. I had a crush on Casper when he turned into a, a boy. Um, 
But I am surprised that you didn't put the Amityville horror. Because here's the thing. With all of these, there mm-hmm. is at least like a benefit to it. Okay. There's no benefit to the Amityville Horror House. That movie, one, did it's do you real. know it well, it's not real, it's complete bullshit. Do you know how many Amityville horror movies there are? Three? <laughs> you wish there were three. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Here is what I can tell you. Let me count these up real quick. Uh oh. Um, so there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, what? thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, seventeen Amityville films. The first one being Why? in seventy nine, and the latest one being twenty seventeen, because it is a basic property that pretty much anybody can get their rights to. Wow. Um Yep. And pretty much all of them are crap. Uh the first one has James Brolin in it though, which is fun. And a wow, moment that scared me so as a kid many. where the house says, get out. And I was like, okay. And I cried. You know, what freaked me out the most is when the stairs start oozing green. Yep. Oh, that really was one of those moments where I, I cried. It was so scary to me. But I love the book. The book is very um, captivating if you are a reader. But um, Reader? Hardly anyways. know her. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, but I digress. I was just thinking about that. Um, I would say the only thing, the only reason why, and I, I am going to pick the Casper house because I'm biased, but the only thing that stinks is his uncles are the most annoying. Exactly. They're the worst. They are the definition of poltergeists. I can already cross out Pet Cemetery. I am not using Absolutely that cemetery. Not. Except for no. I do want my Maryland neighbor. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a cemetery there. I'll- but the first Pet Cemetery movie was another one that traumatized me because of Because Kim. the baby wears a weird oh. top hat for no reason? It's horrifying. <laughs> that too. But no, I was going to say when um, when the Achilles oh, yes, cut, that to me, I, I can't even think of now when my friends that are athletes are like, oh yeah, I tore my Achilles. I immediately think of that movie. I've never been the same. Um, yeah, I am going to go with a quaint little house in Derry, Maine. Um, really? Because, okay, I am I a part of it? I don't know. But I don't want a murderer living next to me. Um, okay. I will try my best to, you know, not go near the sewers. And then I get a nice house <laughs> for 27 years. You know, that's a great point. But I am still going to go with Casper just because of my childhood. Yeah. But, and now I will say... Um, this one is going to be from uh, a website that I found. It's um, brightful.me. It says, and this really is, I picked this one truly because of you. So, would you rather be thrown into an island with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or thrown into an island with the cast of The Hunger Games? Am I fighting them? So, you are not, well, it depends on how you want to take the question. You can say that you are not fighting them and they're helping you on the island, or you oh. can say you're fighting them. Okay, and then it's here's my question for like you, which is it. fine. Uh, here's my question for you. When you say cast of the Hunger Games, I need you to give me like a set – give me set mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. because with the Ninja Turtles, I have clearly four, possibly yeah. five or six if you gave me April and okay. you give me uh, Master. I'm going to say it's the classics. Katniss, Peeta – I haven't seen The Hunger Games in Rue? so Is Rue long. there or is she dead yet? She is dead in the first one. 
Effie Trinket, who's Elizabeth Banks. Caesar Flick, who is Stanley Tucci. It's going to make it hard for you now, isn't it? I do love Stanley Tucci. I know um, you do. And then I will end it with... I'll give you Lenny Kravitz as Cinna. Here's my issue. One, do we have ingredients to make cakes? Because the only way that PETA can make himself tie-dye, because, or not tie-dye, but camo, because he, apparently since he's a cake maker, he can make himself blend into trees. Mm-hmm. That's canon. Um, although, I feel, here's my problem. And that's why I wanted you to clarify this. Because mm-hmm. I think the obvious answer would be originally just go, oh, I'm going to take PETA and I'm going to take uh, Katniss because they're scavengers. They know how to hunt. Mm-hmm. But then you threw in Elizabeth Banks and Stanley Tucci, who, although I love them as people, as the characters, they're pretentious. And I feel like they might get in the way if I'm on an island with them. That means they're going to mm-hmm. take away resources. They're going to be greedy and they're not going to help. Uh, then Lenny Kravitz, he's just hunky. I'm going to be like, Lenny, how do you do that? <laughs> The Ninja Turtles are a set unit. Although there is clearly some Ninja Turtles who are goofy, Mm -hmm. I think there are some that are smart enough that we would be able to brainstorm together, work together, and we would be able to figure stuff out. Also, they are turtles. We are on an island. Turtles are natural to that island, potentially, meaning that they'd have a better time sleeping there, existing there. Um, they might be their natural habitat. I might be also be playing the, I don't want to say racist, but whatever speciesist card, because <laughs> they are turtles. I don't want to say that because they are from New York sewers, but I think I'd have a better bet because we'd have more fun that way. And I feel like it, there'd be more camaraderie where it'd be more contemptuous with the fa- the kind of the classist aspects of the hunger games when i was at the zoo once i walked over a sewer grate and this little girl that was in front of us walked over and she said hi ninja turtles and her mom yelled at her and from that moment on we followed them every time we walked over the grates we would say loudly hi ninja turtles so that little girl felt better so for that mom and for that little girl wherever she is we're picking the ninja turtles oh if you could see him I, we're currently also um, we're like Google Duoing because he does not have an iPhone, but he got really worked up talking yeah. about that. I'll be honest with you. And I put um, thought into that answer. Yeah. And if that little girl is listening, and I know that she is, now she's an adult and She's 86 years you. old with a mortgage. She is Julie Andrews. That girl, so. Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I will say, and I know that you are, is a tribute to my favorite podcast after direct audio, Hey Babe, with Sal Volcano from The Practical Jokers and Chris Stefano. And I know you're listening. Um, so funny enough, I didn't even think of an answer for this because I just wanted to listen to you yeah, I knew, because I, knew I know how much case. you love the Ninja Turtles. Um, if it was going against the people that I was thrown onto an island with, I would choose the Hunger Games. If it was going with the pack, I would choose the Ninja Turtles. I'm, I could be kind of scrappy if I need to be. But, you know, the Ninja Turtles, they, all they need to do is literally pull off, like, a Ninja Star off their back and I'm gone. So, wouldn't take long. At least with the other ones, I can kind of manipulate them. You know, I I would want them to teach me ninja moves while we were just sitting there on the beach. I respect your honesty. I mean, of course. I think it's a wonderful question. Um, And I'm going to um, retort 
with this one. Imagine you're back in high school. You get invited to four major events slash parties on the same night. You can only go to one. Would you rather go to the party from Superbad? Oh my god. The Mean Girls Halloween Party. The Sixteen Candles Birthday Party. Or the Dance from Greece. Oh man. I am immediately eliminating Sixteen Candles. I'm immediately eliminating the Mean Girls. Okay, so explain party. why you're eliminating those. So, it's more just because I'm really in between the Grease dance and the Superbad party. Because <laughs> I have been to parties that have not necessarily turned all the way into a Superbad party where, you know... There's an old guy that shows up and he's, he thinks he's really cool, etc. One of the greatest movies ever. But you know what? Actually, I'm saying the Grease Dance because I love that scene so much. It's amazing. I know the hand jive. I actually just did a workout last week that was um, doing a dance, a Zumba dance to that scene. So, um, I'm a huge fan of Grace. I love that musical. And uh, Spencer is currently doing a dance as well. It's not the dance from that scene. Because I'm, I was doing the dance from that scene, but you weren't looking. So, I started doing jazz hands oh. because you weren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I would do the Grace scene. What about you? Um, so, I will also do my process elimination for you. Okay. I'm not going to the party from Superbad because that's not my scene. And also, True. here's my here is my hot take. I don't think the movie's that great. Um. Oh my god. I don't like the Rogan Collective of comedians. Uh, I think that movie is a product of its time, but it is a time that I just don't like comedy from. I think it's mean spirited comedy, and it's not. Com- it's just a lot of like. Making fun of people. It's just, yeah, not my cup of tea. Not a fan of that. Um, I would also immediately cross off the 16 Candles birthday party because that thing sucked. Like, truly, <laughs> what a bummer. The Mean Girls Halloween party. I do love a good Halloween party. You know that. I'm a big Halloween mm-hmm. party mm-hmm. fan. Uh, I think it gets a little uh, t- too dramatic, maybe for my likings. Uh, in that, And I, when I was in high school, uh, my only claim to fame is that I won a Just Dance competition on our senior all night party. So for me, it was the dance from Greece. I'm going to put on that black tux where you see the white tube socks underneath. I'm, I'm going, I'm doing the hand jive. We're listening to fifties rockabilly music. We're having a ball. Yeah. I'm totally doing the dance from Greece. And I'm so pumped and excited that you also choose that. Um, I tried to pick four completely different parties. Yeah. Y'all, I just need you guys to know that this is not stage that we're picking yes. the same ones. This is just how it works for us. Like, mm-hmm. there are not many moments that we agree to disagree. I think maybe maybe two things. Everything else we're pretty much on the same page as. So um, I'm not surprised that we <laughs> that we are choosing uh, mostly we are the same things. But it really is hilarious. Um, okay, so this is an interesting question. And this is more... I. I will tell you right now, I personally am not going to answer this question because I am not 
informed enough about the series, would you rather be a slave to Darth Vader or Jabba the Hutt? Um, I know. This is catered to you. So, here's my only gripe with this. Okay. Darth Vader doesn't have slaves, per se. He has people that... Because he's technically not even in power. It's the Emperor who's in power. The Emperor is the leader, and basically Darth Vader is kind of just like the like lieutenant, basically running shop. So... He doesn't seem. My guess is, if I would phrase this question, is I would be like a grunt stormtrooper, basically, and I'd kind of be like falling in line. You're smirking because I've already thought way too much about this. Um, the problem is, is I feel like that life would be a lot easier than being a slave on Jabba's barge. Because if those of you who are watching Book of Boba Fett right now, which one dude just lays in a friggin back to tank for like two three episodes in daydreams it's wonderful it's basically watching eternal sunshine of the boba fett mind is what it feels like <laughs> um jabba is notoriously a piece of shit like he is a mm-hmm. crime lord so his slaves are are just forced to do really terrible shit or if you don't abide you get eaten by the rancor which fucking sucks i don't want to get eaten by a giant creature unless he's the first thing i see which is now canon that he's my best friend thank mm-hmm. you danny trejo I would take Darth Vader because, one, if I just play along and I'm in line and I'm a good old stormtrooper, um, <laughs> I could probably make it work or even escape to the Rebellion. If I'm in Jabba's palace, I'm fucked. And there's no way I'm getting out of the palace because I'm in the middle of Tatooine. Hell no. And he might even throw me into the Sarlacc pit, which means I've digested over thousands of years. No, thank you. Give me the guy who'll just force choke me to death if I uh, am bad. That's quickly death. So Darth Vader. Do y'all understand now why I chose this for him? Also, I was smirking because you reminded me so much of the character of Ben Wyatt mm-hmm. when he talks about Star Trek and Game of Thrones. Because I knew that you were going to choose Darth Vader, but I just wanted to hear the way that you explained it. And it was so very perfect to you. Thank you for literally just allowing me to go on a five-minute Star Wars discussion slash rant. Um, I love it. I will listen to you anytime. Well, I appreciate you. Okay, this is a really good one, honestly. And um, I have been thinking about my answer for a long time. I don't want to say that you are going to impact my answer, but would you rather live in a zombie apocalypse or in a post-apocalyptic world? Isn't this good? This is it's, from the website. It's it's good. Here's my question for you, because I want to relate this to movies. So can we tie it to like? Ooh, okay. I want to tie so, specific wasteland okay. and specific um, zombie apocalypse land. And here's I'm going to pitch these to you, and mm-hmm. if you would agree to these, I think the apocalyptic wasteland thing like Mad Max. Yes. Where okay, and then and I'm thinking zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse zombie land zombie land okay those zombies are fast dude Mm -hmm. they're cunning um you have to follow all those rules zombie wastelands are hard but mad max i would be sunburned all the time (laughs) and that's a big issue for me are we together in this i'm assuming we can be do you want to be oh yeah 100 percent zombie land 100 percent zombie land 
I am not putting you in that post-apocalyptic wasteland. I just, I'd be sunburned all the time. There's no water. The smell of gasoline gets old after a while. Um, <laughs> I'm just not, and also, they do like some torturous shit. I'm not a big fan of that. Zombies, if we're together, we can get a group around us. I think you and I are both smart enough and resourceful enough that we can make that work. Uh, we can hunker down somewhere uh, and we can make, we can live that land out. I think that's the plan. And we would not accidentally kill Bill Murray. Oh, God, no. Okay, so you are cursed with a classic film trope. Are you now a clumsy but good-hearted soul like Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter? Are you a cool jock who people think is, like, too cool for school and, like, kind of a dumb person, but deep down you have a really nice soft side? Or are you the hot, attractive bombshell who everyone obsesses over? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I want to say the bombshell because I... Damn right. Growing up... I mean, up... good lord. Y'all don't <laughs> see the view I got right now. Gorgeous. Most beautiful you know... I've ever seen. That's staying in. <laughs> Stop. Um, but I'm going to go with the Neville character. I'm, I'm going to go with the clumsy, good-hearted because... That's the underdog. And have you seen the actor that plays Neville now? Oh my, my god. Goodness. Another one? <laughs> Who's my list? Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> and uh, Gina Davis from the 90s. Oh my god. You are so funny. I yes. don't have a list per se. My list is Harry Styles. Um, and. Yeah, well, okay, never mind. We're not going to go down that. But, you know, I think I'm going to go with the Neville character, even though um, I always kind of wanted to be that bombshell. But uh, some good advice that my mom gave me growing up was that, um, you know, and I'm not judging anybody, but she always said, you know, some people are too pretty for their own good. And I don't think I would want and Some that. people are too good for their own pretty. You said it. <laughs> uh, let me just say i easily would pick clumsy but good-hearted soul and my dear you are always a bombshell to me oh, thank you you know it's funny i will tell this story because um i am the type of person that stays up at night uh replaying embarrassing scenarios in my head and um i really am like the clumsy person i'm very clumsy i spill all over myself all the time so spencer and i work together and when I was in the office, uh, <laughs> I, I, I um, know. did do a spit take all over Spencer's desk and all over his computer and all over his chair. And me. And Dice, did it land on you? It got on me. And when it happened, it was one of those moments where I wanted to actually not joking crawl into a hole and not come out so I went into the office where I, I am a regional recruiter so I don't have an office so I was in a little area in the back and I texted Spencer and said I would not like to speak or see <laughs> you for a few hours because I am so embarrassed that I could possibly die in this moment and I do talk about it now because it's been a, a few months and it is funny but I'm it, it leaves me up at night it is so embarrassing, and if 
you are one of my friends, especially from grade school listening to this. I couldn't tell you how many times I used to laugh and food would come out of my mouth. Like I am just so spit takes are my nature and I laugh at everything. So I'm very embarrassing and uh, easily uh, embarrassed. So yeah, I mean, he's still with me after spitting on all of his stuff, but it was, it was the most embarrassing thing I think I've done in years. Yes, and I knew she was the one there because I thought it was the funniest and most adorable thing, and uh, it made me laugh for weeks afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is your one for you. You are recruited to join in in one musical number <gasps> for one film that's being remade. Will you be in... Movie cats when they sing memories all alone in the moonlight, or oh my God. West Side Story when the sharks and the jets are doing their little singing dance off. Storm thinks that was a good choice, <laughs> or would you be oh in the cell block tango <gasps> for Chicago, or? Are you kidding? The last but not least, <laughs> would you rather is would you rather be in the opening number for the Disney released Hamilton? That's messed up. There you go. I thought, okay, so originally it was just two. It was just going to be um, the West Side Story and Chicago. But then you said you like watching Cats. So I threw that in there. And then I was like, you know what? Let's make it a foursome. Lin-Manuel Miranda is great. Storm, get up here, Bubba. So, here's the thing. Okay. So, the reason that I'm thinking the way that I'm thinking is because, in my opinion, now in my head I keep saying, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. You know, I think, oh my god, this is so hard. So, this is a question only for her because she loves musicals, obviously. This is so difficult. And I knew this would be, but, okay, but are they all good choices? Is there anyone yes. that you would immediately eliminate? No. Because... Well, here's my question. In in Hamilton, in the intro, am I in... Okay, in any of these. Well, that doesn't work. You will have an ensemble? a... You, it's an, obviously an ensemble. You will have a prominent spot on camera and you will be singing a line. Like a that major... really changes... That changes everything. Because then I'm eliminating memory. Because the reason why I was going to choose it is because I thought that I would be singing it. Well, no, okay, if, so like, like I just said, you're going to have a prominent role. So if that's it's a solo, so you could, that would be you. No, 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 because that is the main singer. If if I am her singing the entire song, that's different. But if I'm just an ensemble person singing one solo line, memory's out. I'm going to be honest, then it's going to be Cell Block Tango because there is, that's, yeah, it's going to be Cell Block Tango. Just because each person, even though they are smaller roles, that song is so pivotal and it's such a phenomenal song. And, oh yeah, it's going to be so long to go. But I will say that that's really difficult. I immediately eliminated West Side Story just because there are only a few songs from West Side Story that would make me choose to be in the show i tried to pick like a big song from no that was great that was great but yeah i'm gonna say sawbok tango um even though that is very difficult but memory is a close second 
And then Hamilton is a close third because the ensemble, like the show would not be possible without the ensemble, in my opinion. Um, Especially there are little things like, you know, the person in the cast that literally is plays the bullet. And oh, it's so cool. It is so cool. But I'm going to go with sub Tango. And I love that you just put that much thought and effort into that answer because that is a very you question mm-hmm, that I, again, mm-hmm. like I like that you had one for me and I had one for you, but I had to throw on those. I wanted to make it a foursome after the cats moment, but I'm surprised. Honestly, I, I did think you were going to go with cats uh, mm-hmm. or maybe Hamilton, um, but I do like the choice of the cell block tango. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you would have given me anything from the 2005 Emmy Rossum version, Gerard Way and Emmy Rossum version. Phantom of the Opera? Gerard Butler, not Gerard Way. Gerard Butler, a Phantom of the Opera. What's the worst that I could? He just gives, he's the Phantom. (laughs) Oh, I will say as well, Gerard Way um, uses they, them pronouns. Good for Gerard Way. Yes, after, Um, um, I found that out after they created um, Umbrella Academy. But yes, um, Emmy Rossum, fun fact. Uh, Emmy Rossum was not even 18 years old when she was in that movie. Wow. And uh, Gerard Butler was over 10 years older than her. But she is unbelievable. I love that movie so much. That's in my top five movies of all time. And my aunt, Cindy. Hello, Cindy. How are you? Uh, Just uh, probably gave you a bunch of bonus points because Cindy loves the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I love it. Well, hopefully she doesn't love... The Sarah Brightman version. I'm not a big fan of Sarah Brightman. No, she. Role, I but... remember how big the Gerard Butler version was um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in our family. So, okay, we're going to do a couple more. We have been talking for quite a bit. Kind of going off what you just said. Would you rather every movie have a random musical number every hour, every <laughs> film, so no matter what you're watching, it's going to have a musical number, or every movie have a choreographed fight stunt sequence every hour? It is some point if a movie is two hour two and a half hours, there are three of these. So I do have to just say, when you said um a musical number, I was trying to think of like the most obscene movie. And it's Schindler's List. This is Schindler's List for this scenario. See, I was gonna say Shutter Island. Yeah, it's a pretty good one too. So I'm gonna go with the fight scene because no matter if it's a comedy, if it's a tragedy, if it's a drama, if it's a thriller, you add a fight scene, it keeps you in the movie. But if you add a musical number and it's not meant to be a musical, it kind of takes you out of the scene. But I will say to kind of be my own devil's advocate, because there are musicals that that work, you know, like Sweeney Todd or like... Now they have, like I said before, Shrek the Musical or even SpongeBob SquarePants the Musical, which is critically acclaimed. So I guess you really can add a musical number into each, any type of movie, but I'm still going to say the action scene. Yeah, I think I, both are going to be cumbersome. Yes, um, I agree. And I think that's hilarious. And here's the thing. I did say choreographed fight stunt sequence. That means like there's going to be explosions, car flips, like it's going to be a stunt show. Wow. Okay. It's not going to be just like a fight. It's going to be a stunt sequence. Um, like, because a musical number is very encapsulating. There's different camera shots. There are multiple singers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's set pieces. So the stunt fight sequence is just like a fisticuffs. There's going to be some sort of stunts with it. I'm, I'd probably pick musical number because I might want 
those songs. I might want to jam out to a three-minute song about the thing. Like, which one of us is human? Which one of us is from outer space? Like, that? I want that. Yeah, I understand. And that does sound pretty enticing. Um, you know, now that you say that there's, like, exploding cars... No, but like, I it's, guess it's, that a, kind it's of a stunt everything. sequence, so there, that can be yeah. a possibility. Hmm. I'm still going to go with the action. Okay. I'll be honest. As okay. as even a person who loves music, I believe that there are films that just don't... They don't need it. They don't need it. <laughs> this was submitted by Natalie. Would you rather have your movies played at 0.5 speed or 1.5 speed? 1.5. I'm the exact same way. That's Easily. an easy question for me. I'd much rather be a little... I actually, ironically enough, when I watched the James Bond movies, I watched all the fight sequences in 1.5 speed because they just got so ridiculous after a while. Like, yeah. Thunderball is two hours of underwater fight. I can't watch that straight forward. I need to have, I need to have a little fast. I would prefer 1.5. Also, 0.5... The only types of movies I think I would prefer 0.5 in are thriller, you know, kind of like I brought up earlier, Shutter Island. I almost would prefer that in 0.5 because there were so many things I missed the first time and maybe I would have caught them. But no, 1.5 in a heartbeat. That's easy for me. Um, So this is for both of us. But would you rather be friends with the Friends gang or be friends with the Mamma Mia girls. Wait a minute. Which Mamma Mia girls? Um, Meryl Streep and her two besties. Meryl Streep and two besties. I'm friends with Meryl Streep. They're in what? Where are they? Dan- P- uh, Pierce Brosnan shows up? <laughs> Pierce Brosnan? You kidding me? Now, to be fair, the Friends gang does get cool people. They, oh, wait a minute. Wait, Richard? Richard's in that universe. And he's hunky. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's in that universe. That's mm-hmm. pretty great. The Friends gang, though, seems v- like they wouldn't want to branch out. I feel like I'd be like uh, like a like a seventh uh, kind of wheel on this horrible car. Whereas yep. the Mamma Mia girls, if I can learn ABBA songs, I feel like I'm pretty good. And I can sing Dancing Queen. You can. You truly can. Well, I uh, I have to agree with you. I actually chose the same thing. Um, not even for Meryl Streep, but I just, (laughs) I'm not going to answer any more questions about my loves. Um, Pierce Brosnan's mine. I don't even care. You take him. No, I, I also, I love, um, just the idea of the three of them. They have such a beautiful friendship and I love the Mamma Mia movies so much. I love ABBA and, you know, there's just something about being able to film in Greece versus New York. <laughs> Here's my question, and I genuinely—I've never seen the Mamma Mia movies. Um, what? Yes. Who are the are other you? two? Are who are the other two women? Um, Christine Baranski. Oh yeah. And I hate to say that I don't know the. Hold on. I looked it up. Is it Julie Walters? Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Give me them. I get Meryl and Christine. Sold. I know. But yes, um, I would choose Mamma Mia as well. Um, I would love. They both take place in Greece, since you don't know that. So, all right. So one that I thought of when we were sitting there um, chatting about 
um, our last question about every movie having a musical number um, or every movie um, having a fight sequence. I thought about what I consider one of my favorite musicals, which is A Muppet's Christmas Carol. And the reason why A Muppet's Christmas Carol is so good is that you have one actor eating the screen time in Michael Mm -hmm. Kite. And then the rest of the wonderful actors in that film are mostly consisted of Muppets. (laughs) So, for your next question, which dramatic movie would you like to have an all-Muppet cast except for a few characters? Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street, with Johnny Depp, Alan Rickman, and the rest being Muppets? Or would you rather have Les Miserables with Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe being human and the rest being Muppets? Actually, you can also throw in, uh, you know what, we'll throw in a third one. So we'll even put Helena Bottom Carter in there, and then we will throw in... um, well, I can't think Amanda of her name. Seyfried? Amanda Seyfried. Yep, exactly. So there you go. <laughs> it's like I read your mind. You read you my know, mind, darling. That is unbelievable. Those are such good movies. And <laughs> Muppets. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining Johnny Depp. <laughs> Slicing Muppets open. That was what I wanted. I want him... Ripping Muppets' throats out. Oh my god, that's so funny. You know, pretty I, women, pretty women. Silhouetting. You know, I will have to say, then I think I have to choose Sweeney Todd for that reason, even though Lame Miz with Puppets would be so good. And with the <laughs> fact that Amanda Seyfried is in it, but not Eddie Redmayne, that means that she would fall in love with a Muppet. Right, and it of course would be Gonzo. And I'm Gonzo. Yeah, that's true. And I, wa- I just want the gif of Russell Crowe peeking through the window and just staring <laughs> at Muppets. <laughs> you, you know what? Would, that would mean that Anne Hathaway. So I was debating on saying Anne Hathaway, but I think no. Amanda would be an even better choice. Yes, I agree. But Amanda, or Anne Hathaway, would be a Muppet. <sighs> this is heavy. Ooh, you or know? do you make Johnny Depp and Alan Rickman's daughter... Not the not Muppet, and then Helena Bonham Carter is Miss Piggy. <laughs> I think that's the better choice. I think so too. Oh God, I'm going with Sweeney Todd because I am too. it's one of my favorite musicals, um, and <laughs> I love the Muppets so much. I just think, yeah, and Les Mis Rob would be hilarious and sad, but I am going with Sweeney Todd. I yeah, I'm gonna go Sweeney Todd. I'm just imagining a Muppet singing Joanna, and that is enough for me. Yeah, that is hilarious. This one, the last one though, this will be our last one, my dear. Um, and this has been a lot of fun. Okay. I just want to say, but we have been going on yeah. for an hour and a half, and we have probably <laughs> discussed way more would you rather's than I thought. Um, yes, but in a good way. This has been a blast. Um, I love it. But the last would you rather. And this is one that I saw off Reddit a long time ago, which sparked my interest in Would You Rather questions. Is, Mm -hmm. would you rather every movie you watch, you miss the first five minutes and the last five minutes? Mm. Or, every time you watch a movie, halfway through, it slowly turns into Shrek. So, this actually brings up a funny point. Um, And this is going to be a little story about my dad. Um... Back in the day when my dad was 
a little bit older than I am now. I'm 25, going to be 26 in a couple of days. My dad told me that before you could rewind on the television, he lived right by the L in Chicago. And right when you got to the last five minutes of a movie, without fail, the train would come by. So he'd hear, and the murderer is, and you couldn't hear the end. And he said it happened for years until you could rewind um, a VHS. And he loves that story. So in honor of him, I'm going to say miss the first five and the last five. And I feel like I should take that just to honor him and get brownie points. But I can't in good faith. Every time I watch a movie halfway through. So if I just start the movie back up at the halfway point, I'm going to have to keep restarting the movie. And it'll take a long time to have to like restart and press play. And then like slowly but surely I'll whittle it down. Well, that's not fun. You know what, though? Then may I counteract your loophole and tell you that the last five minutes of a movie Mostly is credits. usually credits. Yep, I know. There's and a loophole in a movie there. theater, you could say the first five minutes could be No, it's DVD release. So you're oh. going to be missing a little bit. You'll get the intros. But that was... They're okay. They're both not that bad. If it was... if Okay, if it was... Every time I watch a movie, no matter what happens halfway through, it turns into Shrek. Then I wouldn't. I'd. Oh, it's obviously the answer is I'll miss the first and last five. But there's a loophole that where you can have credits. Um, you can just get those things filled in with plot synopsis. Is, is, is. Um, <laughs> but yes, I would just take the Shrek and then I would just slowly but surely, just every time I get to that point, all right, shut the movie off, start it back up from that scene, gotta go again. And it would take a long time to eventually watch the film. But. Um, We'd get there. Is it worth it? Am I with Is you? It worth it? No. Is it worth it to restart the movie just to do that? You know what? No, but I, <laughs> but I gotta be. We have to have. We have to have some that we or contradict each other with. Hey, agree to disagree then. Okay, that's it. We end Thanks on a for disagreement. Me. Of course. Thank you for being on. Happy Valentine's Day, my dear. Happy Valentine's Day. I'll see you in a couple of days. Yes. Um, so you are more than welcome on at any time. Um, I have to ask you then, uh, which was your favorite would you rather to discuss? You know, I have to say, I think it was the, which musical number can I be in? And, mm-hmm. you know, I, that's, it's because it was catered to me. Let me just say, which <laughs> is not very fair, but that was a really difficult one. I also really liked... Um, the Casper one. <laughs> uh, I thought that one was really cute and very clever. Um, but yeah, I like those. What about you? I really liked the Ninja Turtle Hunger Game discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a little biased, but I really liked the Muppets in a musical. <laughs> that one was super good. That was hilarious. Thank you for listening, listeners. She'll be back on eventually, obviously. I'll keep her around, I think. Um, <laughs> I pay him to stay with me. So I'll take the pay. I don't mind. <laughs> well, here's what I'm going to say. I am going to share this episode so much. It's unbelievable. And if you are someone who's friends with me, I want you to tell me what movie you would like me to bring up to Spencer. Because I have a few friends that will really want very bad cheaper by the dozen you know who you are 
I have a lot of friends that would love Sweeney Todd and that type of, uh, you know, Phantom of the Opera and those movies. But uh, yeah, if you're my friend and you're listening to this, tell me what you want me to bring up to Spencer. Here's what I'll do. I'll even one-up you. Right now, I will say, and we will decide on three movies that your people can text you and vote for what you want to cover. Here are the three options for you. Okay. We will give you A, cheaper by the dozen. We will give you B, Mamma Mia. (laughs) Okay. Or we will give you the mid-early 2000s classic, Dana Carvey's Master of Disguise. I'm not even texting my friends. I'm going to lie to you and say that they all chose No, (laughs) here's the thing. I need your friends and people, and I Mm -hmm. need visual proof to tally the votes. Oh, my God. I, if you're listening to this and you... No, I don't want you swaying the ballot. (laughs) I want an honest and open voting system. Y'all, my birthday's coming up. Oh, don't you dare. (laughs) 26, I'm getting into my late 20s. It really means a lot to me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know what, though? I will be honest with you right now. I bet we cover all three of those movies one day. Yeah, one day, most likely, but which one do you get first? I want to be the master of this guy. Become another person. Become another person. Man, that movie is so good, y'all. If you've when was the last time you watched out, it? Probably a year ago. Oh my god. <laughs> I have it on DVD. You know, I don't know where it is lately. But, you don't even have um, a DVD player. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> love is love. I figure it out. You just put you just shine a flash on it and be like, oh, what if there's scenes that <laughs> I love this. I love this movie. And I watched it at my parents' house. They have a DVD player. Shout out to my parents. And I know <laughs> that you're listening. For owning a DVD player. That's the best one. Not that they're shout really out, great or that they're nice. That they purchased <laughs> a really generic electronic. Yeah, um, well. Well, then I take my answer back. Uh, if you're listening, sir, I, I love the movies that go five minutes are gone at the beginning of five. No. Um, but anywho, listener, you're probably like, okay, enough. They've been too much on this episode. I hope you enjoyed so this. Real. But this is the best Valentine's Day I could have asked for. Uh, celebrating it, looking at this wonderful woman with her cat. My cat is right here. Talking about movies and laughing and joking and celebrating it with all of you listening. So thank you all. If you can go on to Spotify and rate this podcast, that would be great. Um, you can do that right underneath the uh, little direct-to-audio uh, logo. We'll be releasing on Mondays, as I mentioned. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, she will be back on most likely in the late spring or summer, and we'll cover one of those movies which everyone won the poll. Uh, you will find out then. If you... Have any thoughts on these Would You Rathers, feel free to reach out on Instagram. I'd love to hear you guys' opinions and thoughts. But you all know the drill. As always, this is not a Would You Rather. It's a both. You can be kind and you can please rewind. Intro song from YouTube Audio Library by DJ Williams. Audio recordings by Clean Feed. Logo created by David Lucas. Purring by Storm.